What's up guys, it's Arav, and this is Ash, and welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports. Today on the show, we're going to first talk about Kylian Mbappe signing a three-year extension with Paris Saint-Germain after such a long talk and so much dispute between them and, most importantly, Real Madrid. And now, then next, we're also going to be talking about the rest of the NBA playoffs. As of the time as recording this, uh, the Warriors game has fin the Warriors series has finished. They have one and five, so we know the Warriors are going to go to the finals. But we don't know right now. As the time that we were filming this, right now the Celtics are up 3-2 against the Heat, so we don't know who's going to make exactly, it there. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about our finals matchup for both teams and say who our winners are for both scenarios that could possibly happen. And then finally we're going to talk about the All-NBA list, the first team, second team, third team, uh, talk about some of the biggest snubs, what really happened, and who deserved to be there and who was not supposed to be there. So let's get started with killing Mbappe. Yeah, so I'll start uh, with him. Um, he re-signed, like you said, in a three-year deal with PSG. And like we talked about this on the show because it was reported that he was going to go to Real Madrid. Exactly. And yeah. right at the end, he had a quick U-turn. He had a change of heart, a change of his mind, and he didn't want to go there anymore. And since, Which was surprising for me. Yeah, and since the soccer... Since soccer contracts are a lot different, it, it word his word usually your word means you're going to sign there, but he actually never put his his name down in pen on paper, so therefore he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Take and, Erling Holland for example. Remember a couple months ago he said he was going to go to Manchester City and he ended up going there. Yeah, so usually that's what happens, but with Mbappe he never signed, so he got to he got to choose even like for example if something at the end happened he got to choose what happened. So he's staying at. PSG. Uh, there's been a lot of outrage at uh, at Real Madrid. People like Modric who are saying that they're not going to pull in, too, that yeah. they're not going to pull in Mbappe and stuff like that. It hasn't been great, but I think Mbappe, if he feels that he made the right choice, it's his decision. And he, because he never put his name down on paper, I think it's okay that he made a U-turn. It's what he wanted to do. I disagree. So basically, you said Mbappe signed a three-year deal. It was a it was a really long. Obviously, Mbappe is one of the best players, and he's one of the youngest players in the world right now. So he's one of the best. He's at his position. He's probably close to the top. Well, he's and he's not even as prime, exactly. but he's still amazing. Yeah, he scored so a goal. He scored great. a goal in the World Cup. The youngest to do that since Pele. So he's been like remarkable then last year or earlier this year it was reported that he was there was some dissent with between him and the Paris Saint-Germain um club and that he might have left and then that was when the dissent started Mbappe was like okay I'm done with this I'm looking to another club and then we heard about this for the past couple of months Mbappe to uh, Real Madrid Mbappe to Real Madrid and it was eminent apparently it seemed like it was going to happen and then you see six days ago Mbappe says nope actually I'm good I'm going back to PSG and, and that's by the way it wasn't just rumors he said that he was going to Real Madrid exactly it wasn't and a lot of the players reported. he like he said yeah. it a lot of the players had expressed interest in him coming they were excited that he was going to come which he ended up didn't which is he ended up not coming which is why uh, Benzema used a Tupac reference uh, talking about uh, Mbappe signing and La the La Liga, specifically Real Madrid, is uh, filing a lawsuit against PSG and Mbappe because of this whole contract situation. So this extension has been a really big deal, and we've just talked about like the statistics between him and Real Madrid and PSG, but the impact there is really big. We talked about uh, 
Kylian Mbappe, one of the best players in the world right now, getting him back to your squad. I mean, I don't know. At that point, that's like Messi saying after all his talk with Barcelona where he really didn't want to go there, or he really didn't want to stay, saying, okay, actually, I'm going to come back now because I don't want to go to PSG anymore. Like, that doesn't really make much sense. So something had to happen behind the scenes. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe they said they were going to bring in someone. Maybe they said they're going to listen to him. Maybe they gave him part ownership or something. Something like that that made him want to stay. So, and Real Madrid maybe took away something, or maybe it was just the thing that, that Paris Saint-Germain offered. But I think it was something like the Tom Brady situation, yeah. where Tom Brady just had a, ch he said in his Instagram post, he had a change of mind, he realized his place was not in the stands, but still on the field. I think that's what it was. I think but, he just but had that, a change of but heart. But think about that. Would that change of heart make you switch teams? Like, I mean, I get you, you like since so. 2017, since you were about 15 or 16, you've been in the Paris Saint-Germain club. But does that mean that you'd have a change of heart? Yeah, I th I agree. I think that's what it is. Now the impact for PSG is really big. Obviously, getting a great player. They have Neymar up top. They have well, Messi they, up top. They're retaining him, right? Yeah, but that's what I mean. They they extended to twenty twenty five. It's the peace of mind, I guess. And it looks like they're back on good terms, which is really really good for a young star like that. And then, obviously, Real Madrid, it's really, really bad for them. It seemed like they were going to get a great player. They're already in the uh, the UEFA Champions League final. So, it, I mean, that would have definitely put them over the top. Maybe not over Liverpool, but it, was a, it would be a great signing nonetheless. And now let's talk about the NBA Finals, which we said we're going to talk about both scenarios. The Dubs are already in, so now it's going to be between the Dubs and Heat or the Dubs and Celtics. I'm going to say my Celtics. I've been saying it. Check the recording last week. Celtics in six. That means tonight they're going to win. Okay, they're yeah. going to win. You you doubted me. You said how are they one? They're they were at that point they were one and one or one and zero. That's a that's and a load said, of. I said how blowing. you said how are they going to get there? Celtics in six. They got they, it there because. Tyler Hill is injured and Jimmy Butler is injured. Okay, I mean that's not something the Celtics can control. They've obviously not okay, played. But that's why. They've not played up to par. But Celtics in six. I, I get what you're saying. I understand your point of view. We're saying it's un it's unforeseen that something like that would happen. But the Celtics in six, and if I'm that's my personal pick. But if the Celtics make it, I think the Celtics are going to win the NBA Finals. Now we've talked about the Warriors don't really have a huge inside presence. The emergence of Andrew Wiggins has been very very good for the Warriors. I get that. Well, it's only but, been a couple games too. But but it's been a whole series worth. I mean, I would I would trust that. But then okay, so you're so you're going Warriors Celtics. So let let me just wait. Hold on, before yeah. you give your okay, pick, right. let me do my pick for the Celtics okay. Heat game. So my pick for the Celtics Heat game. Um, so the like you said, uh, the Celtics are up right now three two. I think okay. So at the beginning of the series, at the beginning of the playoffs. I said that the Heat would make it to the finals. When we got to this series, I said that the Heat would win in seven games. But listen, okay, in game one, that I'm fine with them winning, of course. Game two, they lose. Okay, game three, they win. So they're up 2-1. Tyler Hero's out for game four, and Jimmy Butler should have been out. He should have just rested his knee. He was horrible, so they lose game four. Now, game five is what I really am going to talk about. They lost 93-80, to 80, and the Celtics were horrible. Suffocating defense. The Suffocating defense. All right, the Celtics were horrible. I know. They the were horrible quarters. the first three quarters until the last quarter where Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum turned it up. They were... Jalen Brown? Sorry, I yeah. meant, meant Jalen Brown yeah. and Jason Tatum. Yeah. They were extremely bad, and I mean, the Heat should have destroyed them. They should have won this game. The Heat were the best three-point team in the in the regular season. Guess what they shot in this game? They missed. I know they missed thirty-eight three points. Fifteen 
0.6%. They missed 38 three-pointers. I think they were like 40% plus before. They were they had, they had like three or four guys over 153-pointers or over 183-pointers made in the regular season. Yeah, and they they shoot 15.6%. 7 for 45 three-pointers. You aren't going to win a game when you miss that many. And Tyler Hero was still out yet last night. Tyler Hero is a guy that averaged 21 points in the regular season. He would have been the he would six man of the year. Exactly. The first, they the Heat stunk it right up all four quarters. You know that if Tyler Hero's there, he would have at least helped. He was the sixth he man of the year. Well, they 21 won. points. I think they would have. And then Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's just been Maybe. horrible ever since he's been hurt. I don't know if it's still bothering him. I don't know what's the problem. I don't know if that's. I don't think so. But I don't know if that's just an excuse because he is not. He's seen that he's not playing well. He's in a slump. Well, he I got, think he got pulled from the second. Well, not pulled, but he left the second. The second game too because of his knee soreness. Yeah, it's it's. He He's been horrible ever since his knee soreness, like you said. And they were just, they, the Heat had more rebounds, but the Heat had 10 less assists. They did, they just, they just played a horrible game. Usually they've been relying on their defense against Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum and the Celtics did a good job keeping the ball. And they just didn't play, the Heat didn't play well enough on offense. They didn't play well enough on defense. They're missing Tyler Hero. And they're basically missing a guy who's, who's been amazing in the playoffs up to this point in Jimmy Butler. He's just gone. Well, and instead, they're taking up, instead, it's a guy that's taking up a bunch of shots, but not, but really being a role player. Well, player. I'll tell you what the problem is. I mean, the thing that won the Celtics the game. In Game 6, it, I mean, Game 5, it was a huge chance for the Celtics to win. We know that. I mean, for the Heat to win. But they were lose, They didn't have Tyler Hero there, so it was going to be tough. But the thing that won the Celtics that game is, number one, incredible defense. I understand the Heat played terrible. But they, the Celtics, you got to give credit where credit's due. The Celtics played pretty, pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to give them all the credit, but they played pretty good defense. Would you agree with that? Pretty yeah. good? Okay. And then they, the big thing, which you pointed out in game one, which actually kind of annoyed me about Jason Brown, uh, Jalen, J- Jason Tatum, and not, not annoyed, not yeah, made me yeah. annoyed about you, about, made me annoyed about Jason Tatum, even though he's my favorite player, is the turnovers, which they completely cut down in game five. That was a huge uh, win for the Celtics. Yeah. So we, so that's why. I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Celtics in six. I don't think that the Heat will make a comeback. They're done. Jimmy Butler is going to be horrible tonight. And I think Tyler Hero might not be in. If he's in tonight, I don't think he'll make a big difference because he's injured. I think he would have made it. And it's a, a groin. Hard, it's really hard to play I think he would have made a big difference last night. I just don't think that he's going to play well this okay. night. It's just... It's just a feeling that I have. I don't think that they're going to be able to win if they were not injured. If Jimmy Butler wasn't injured, you know that he most it would, likely it would have kept be, on like that. If 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 the Heat weren't injured, this series would likely be a Heat games. win. It would likely be. And it would probably go to seven games, like I predicted. Yeah. So I also have Celtics right. Warriors. So now you can final. Go yeah. Finals so position. so finals. I had Celtics Warriors. The Warriors again, very good shooting. They're only inside offense because Kevon Looney's not that great on on the offensive side. But on the if you the only big presence is Andrew Wiggins, which has been a resurgence. But the Celtics have enough to combat that. They put Jason Tatum on Andrew Wiggins, and that's that's a that's not a mismatch because obviously Andrew Wiggins is really good. But, but so the Celtics Tatum. have yeah exactly. So the Celtics have really really good defense. The only thing that the Celtics in terms of defense that they struggled with in the regular season was perimeter three point defense. That's the one thing they struggled with, and that's the one thing that the Cel- that the Warriors are very 
very good at and can do at an elite level and shoot you out of the building. So that's going to be a really, really tough way for the Celtics to, they're going to have to change their game plan, but they're going to still have to cover the paint. So I think that involves some sort of 2-3 zone. And do you think Ime Boka is good enough to adjust to that? He's a defensive-oriented coach, so I would say yes. Um, and if the Celtics make that far, just think about it. They have Robert Williams on Kevon Looney, Jason Tatum on Andrew Wiggins. They have smart Grant Williams and Jalen Brown at that point. All great defenders that can step in. And who's then who's gonna take Steph? And who's gonna take Clay? Who's been very okay, hot? Clay would probably be Grant Williams, and and Steph would probably be Mark Smart. Okay, I think that Steph might. You guys might do a pretty good job on him, but Clay will get torched. That's who's your who's your finals? My pick? finals pick is Celtics in. I'm gonna say Celtics in six again because. I think the Celtics are going to be able to step up. The Warriors aren't a super team. They're not that great on the defensive side. And Jason Tatum for NBA first team. First team. Yes, sir. That's he what I... Yes. Um, okay. But, MB didn't but, even make first team. I know. MB yeah, didn't he finished make second MVP. Team. I know. He finished second first MVP. Team. We'll talk about that in a second. But what I but it doesn't matter. Jason Tatum, one of the best two way guards in the NFL forwards or NBA. In, in the NBA, sorry. So I think that that is going to be Celtics in six, especially because defense wins championships. Okay, I disagree. I have so it's weird. The both conference finals we both have going in six, and now the finals we both have going in six. But I have the Warriors winning in six. I think that the over the, the I, over the Celtics. Oh, okay. I think the Celtics will be able to steal two games. But I think Steph Curry is going to torch whoever's guarding him. I think Klay Thompson especially will Defensive torch. Defensive player of the year? Even the defensive player of the year. You've, you've seen what Luka was able to do um, in the regular season against them. What other teams have been what able you, to what, Remind me. Luka in the regular season, he was dropping like 30-plus when he played you guys in the season series. He was amazing, and he was guarded by Marcus Where's Smart Luka and now? Jalen Brown. Where's Luka now? Okay, come on. In Cancun. He's gone. Luca's not in the NBA playoffs anymore. Okay, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I think that Luka Doncic is not as good as a score as uh, Steph Curry. He doesn't have as polished as a, a score. Steph Curry has can he can shoot mid range. He can shoot free throws. He can he can drive to the lane and he can shoot the perimeter. I mean, there's basically nothing that this guy can't do. And if as long as he's not in a slump, he's going to give you twenty every night. He's lifted up his he lifted up his scoring average from the regular season to now, and the regular season was twenty five point five. So he's been pretty great. Kevon Looney is good on the defense on the rebounding side, and everyone's talking about oh they're so bad rebounding, but the past couple series they've been so great rebounding. Starting Kevon Looney has been really great. For well, Listen, that's the thing. They were bad. Everyone says, oh, they were 17th in the... I'm making this number up, but I believe it's somewhere around there. 17th in the, uh, in the rebounding, rebounding, rebounding in the regular season. season. But in the postseason, they're one or two. So I think we should start referring them as a great rebounding team in the postseason. Because that's you what they are. You know who else is a great we rebounding team? It's like it's like the Heat. We can't but just... The I know, I know the Celtics great. are great. So that would be, be an interesting but thing But think about see. it. Four... Four out of the uh, five games, or the Grizzlies won two games. Yeah, two games. So five out of the six games yeah. that the Grizzlies, uh, that the Warriors played the Grizzlies, they out-rebounded them. You know what the Grizzlies were in the regular season? Number one in rebounding. Yeah, so the point were. is that Well, they the lost Warriors, all their tenacity because John Morant was out. That's like their the fire of their whole team. Yeah, but rebounding, he's not one of their best rebounders. But it's in terms of, like, the fire and I the know, motivation. I know. So I'm going to... Uh, 
agree. I think that the Celtics are a good rebounding team, but I think the same thing that okay. happened with the Grizzlies right. and the Warriors is going to happen to them. The Warriors will out-rebound them because they just want it more. And I saw a couple days ago, I was just looking at the scores, and Steph Curry is one of the guys leading the team in rebounds. It's crazy what that guy's able to do. So I think he's going to win MVP. I think this is going to be his first MVP. If you put Marcus Smart on him, Nothing. I disagree. Nothing. I think he's going to be the MVP. I think Clay Thompson will be amazing. He's been hot lately. I think Andrew Wiggins will cool down, but I think Jordan Poole, especially Jordan Poole, he is going That'll to be, be tough. He's going to be extremely that's, underrated. That's the thing I'm you worried about. You guys are about. all going to overlook him, and then he's. That's the thing I'm worried about guys. for the Celtics. They the the Warriors pretty much have like five guards in their six start in their starting six rotation. So it's going to be really tough for the Celtics to combat that. But now moving on to the Heat aspect of it. Um, you had the Heat obviously getting there. Um, I don't Getting know, where? Getting to the NBA Finals. No, no. I've been having the Celtics, Arv. Oh, you you picked the Celtics? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm now we're just going to look at the Heat side really quickly. If the Heat make it, which is pretty much pretty unlikely. It could happen. Though. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm, at that point... If it depends on how healthy they get, but if the, I'm just gonna assume that their health trends continue, I'm gonna say Warriors in six as well. Just again, the Heat defense isn't that great, and Tyler Hero is a huge missing piece for them. Yeah, I think that if the Heat can win these two games, that means that Jimmy Butler's back and Tyler Hero's back, which is why I will go Warriors in seven because I think wow. it's not about what the Heat are doing now; it's about when you what think about do. it. If yeah. the Heat win the next two games, they are back. On what they were before, and that Heat team, I have. Can you imagine the motivation seven. they would have going into the NBA Finals with that? that exactly, would be that's crazy. why I think they'll have the motivation, but the Warriors will still win. I still stick with my Steph Curry for MVP. I think Clay has a chance. Andrew Wiggins, I don't think has a chance. I think Jordan Poole could have a chance if he goes back to what he was doing a couple series yeah. ago. So, I, in either case, I have the Warriors winning in two. Sorry, I have the Warriors winning in six or the Warriors winning in yeah. seven. Yeah, and then we have the All-NBA first team, which I pulled up right here. So, the first team, obviously, the, 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 the two guards, Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, the center, Nikola Jokic, and the two forwards, Giannis and Jason Tatum. The second team... The two, well, let's let's just diverge into the first team first. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell our listeners just so that they can they can form this along in the, with us too. Okay. So, so the two guards on the second team, Ja and Steph. The center, Joel Embiid. The two forwards, Demar Derozan and Kevin Durant. Third team, two guards, Trey Young, Chris Paul. The center, Cat, and the two forwards, Siakam and LeBron James. And just so everyone knows, when you say third team All NBA, it makes it sound okay. You're okay. You're in great. Well, third team All NBA is the th- Third best at your position in the NBA, which is actually pretty remarkable when you think about and, it. And yeah, and Defensive Player of the Year last year, or defense multiple time Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert was on third team last year. So that just proves how good that defense that team is. Yeah. But, okay. So yeah. then let's, let's just look at this. Do you want to talk about just talk about a snub from the first team? I know you mentioned Jason. Yeah. Je- I, don't, I don't really agree, but definitely, definitely, it's got to be Joel Embiid. I think that Jason Tatum he shouldn't have. Okay. So base, but basically, they can't have two, one of the, they can't have two centers. Not sure. Starting. Not anymore. One of the new one of the new additions is now they're letting they're letting one. They're letting any like if if there was five amazing centers that went one two three four five in all star voting, they will let all five of them make first team All NBA, which is ridiculous. Thinking oh, that, I did hear that. Which I is did ridiculous hear that. Yes. thinking that Will Chamberlain and Kareem, who I believe.
believe played at the same time, right? Uh, I think first couple of years. Yeah, or I just, think maybe. Or just maybe. great, great players were not able to do this, and now they are, which is, it's ridiculous, but it's possible. Which it means, changes the whole scope of what All-NBA is. Which means that I believe that Joel Embiid should have made it at center, and or since Jokic won MVP, sure, Jokic at center, okay. but at least Embiid at power forward or the second center. But I think first mm-hmm. team All-NBA, he did better than Jason Tatum. Okay, you I'm, can't argue with that. I mean, I, I did think if I had to pick a weakest link here, it would be Jason Tatum. But if you put Joel Embiid in, I mean, I'm, that's, a, that's a conversation between Giannis and Jason Tatum, which at that point you're going to have to favor Giannis. I got to go Giannis. If you're unpartial and you're not biased, you're going to have to go, go Giannis. with Giannis. Even I would go with Giannis. Tatum wasn't that as great. As much as I hate to say it, I would go with Giannis. Great. But I think it was funny. Jason Tatum said it's ridiculous how Joel Embiid finished second in MVP voting and didn't make NBA first team. If he did, he would have taken his spot. So that was pretty funny to me. Um, but that was definitely a snub. But I think someone who sh- that's someone who should have made it and someone who, I guess, shouldn't have made it too. And then second team, we look at the second team. It looks pretty strong too. I think DeMar DeRozan is the one thing that, again, another weakest link here. I mean, Ja and Steph Curry could have possibly been first team in any other, in close to pretty much any other year. But in this case, it was Devin Booker and Luka Doncic playing above him. And I think if Ja so, didn't get hurt, he was in the MVP race. He was. He definitely could have been first team. Yeah. And... Um, so I, I would say DeMar DeRozan, but the thing that's keeping DeMar DeRozan's second team is his production in the first half of the year, which is, I, I mean, in all NBA, you're supposed to consider the whole year, supposed to consider the team success, supposed to consider how much you carry the team as well. So DeMar DeRozan, if you think about it, more than any of these other guys, DeMar DeRozan had more help than, uh, I mean, maybe Jason Tatum, more help than Giannis, more help than Nikola Jokic, more help than Devin Booker, more help than Luka Doncic. He had more help than all those guys. Then if we look at the second team, he had more help than Kevin Durant, more help than Joel Embiid, more help than Ja and Steph. So, I mean, he's definitely the weakest link. He's lifted up by his first season, first half stats. So, I, if I were the people voting this, I would probably, I would put LeBron second team. Again, that's more first half thing, but again, you have to consider team success. But when you think about it, the guy's 39 years, 37 years old. He's playing at an MVP level. He was leading the league in scoring until the All-Star break. So, I would have to put Giannis there. I mean, sorry, LeBron there. Wow, you just took everything I was going to say. I'll just reiterate it quickly. It's called, it's things. called Brother Telepathy. That's what it's called. Yeah, so... Um, for the third team, my snub is going to be someone that I believe should have been second team going to third team. I believe that, like you said, DeMar DeRozan should definitely not have made it at second team. I think LeBron, hey, I'm not a LeBron lover as much as the next guy, yeah, but LeBron either. James is doing stuff that we've never seen before. And yes, they didn't make the playoffs, which is why he's not on first team. But he took the last couple games out, or he would have won the scoring title, which is crazy for a guy even, his age. Even if you and think I'm, about it, if you take a, if you take away his age, he's still like say he's twenty four years old. He's still, still one of the best players in the NBA. And I and I know the stats as well as anyone. I know that they were the second worst team coming out of the All Star break. But he didn't have a great team. And even though he put it together, we're not talking about LeBron, the GM, and the player here. We're just talking about LeBron, what he did player. this year. Yeah. And I think that's why. I I think he deserves a spot on second team All-NBA, and that I think that uh, that well, DeMar DeRozan deserves a spot let's, on third team NBA. Let's talk about Chris Paul for a second, because we've seen, obviously, this this was a loaded guard team, um, and you had, obviously, Booker and... Uh, Booker and Doncic at one and two, at one and two in the first team. Then one and two at the second team. You had Ja and Steph. Then you have Chris Paul and Trey Young. I mean, 
I don't think Trey Young should have made it. I would say Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul's definitely on another level. Chris Paul should. But think was, about it, Trey Young. Chris was Paul good, like Chris Paul was team, top ten, including MSG. I know, which but is amazing. Chris, but that's pretty much it. Take away those MSG performances, and like, what what else is there? I mean, I get he's an All Star point guard, but like, still. So Chris Paul, he Chris Paul was top ten in MVP voting. Uh, that's, I mean, you can't put him above anyone else, but, again, he's still, if, if you can replay by this guard rule again, then I would pay, put him in instead of DeMar as well. Do you, what, do yeah. you, would you agree with me? Yeah. I think you'd have to sh- shift him. That's difficult, too, though, because, like, it's, it, even though it's like that, it's very difficult to put, like, someone who's 6'2". Like, Chris Paul is around 6 feet. Well, I know that John Morant's 6'2", and Curry's 6'3". Yeah. So it'd be extremely difficult. Because I believe DeMar DeRozan plays power forward. Because I know that I know that KD plays small forward. Yeah. So it'd be extremely difficult to put one of those guys at power forward. And I don't know if I don't know how it would work. I know that when it's lo- bigger height, like people like Bancaro, people like LeBron that are huge can play guards. They can play four. They can play center. Yeah. But it's way different when it's point guard to that stuff. But yeah, I get what you're coming from. I think that Chris Paul is great. I think they also took into consideration his very bad postseason yeah. performance. This is why I don't really like the All NBA teams because you take into consideration the team success and you take into consideration position. I think the All NBA team should be in terms of the Just five best five players, best players in the NBA. The next then five, the, five, next five. Then the five. Instead of five best at their position, five best at their position, five best at their position. I don't really like That's that. That's true because I don't really like you could think about it. There could be like you could talk about the times where there was in the eighties where there was loaded teams and exactly. the MJs, the birds. But then let's say at center, which obviously this was not true. There's crazy centers. Let's say the best center is a guy who's averaging five points a game. Well, he may have to put him at one. You can say that he made nineteen eighty seven first team All NBA with Michael, with Bird, with with. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, it's it's a difficult list. I think you're right. It'd be better if it's five five five, but. I think that the teams, I think, at least they, they got pretty close. We didn't really talk about any snubs that didn't make the list, except for the tr- person you'd use to replace Trey Young. So I think it's a pretty good All-NBA list for this year. Yep, and that'll wrap up this episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoy, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, give us your takes, and we'll respond to you in the comments. Also, leave us a five-star review with the question, and we'll answer it in the next episode. Thanks so much, and until next week, we're the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. Uh